Got that money in the bank. You're listening to Money Talks. We are back. We love to answer listener questions on the show. So send us your questions. Uh, we got a hotline at one 429 9166 You can leave a voicemail and we'll answer your question on our next show. Or you can email, if you don't like the personal touch, uh, Dr. Gene, D-R-G-E-N-E, at Hensler, and that's with two S's, dot com. Or if you want the human touch. Oh, yes. You want to hear these sultry voices. <laughs> you can call us at 770-429-9166. So speaking of which, um, we have our Except good friend. Right? Yeah, we got some questions here. We got our good friend Tom from Marietta, and he called this week. Um, so we got a couple questions for Tom. Or Maybe even three here. Right. Uh, yeah, I think he's he's loaded yeah. us up. Yeah, he's loaded. Yeah, that's getting all right. We like it, his Tom. money's worth. He's bring getting it, his money's bring worth. It. <laughs> <laughs> so he's asking, is now a good time to buy energy stocks? More specifically, is now a good time to buy Chevron and ExxonMobil? They seem like good companies selling at low prices to him. Um, but I'd like to – he wants our opinion basically before he buys more for himself or his grandchildren. Mm. All right, Tom. Well, um, I guess I guess starting off, I mean, we saw energy seven percent yeah, on the year. It's a rough spot. It's a rough it spot. Seems like it's a value. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, yeah. It's, it feels like one of the lone areas of value in the market. Uh, I think the oil market, broadly, you know, going back to 2016, has been somewhat underinvested, of course, because oil oil prices yeah. haven't cooperated and if you look at you know equity the equity market relative to commodity prices it feels like perhaps they're bottoming here they're at you know multi-decade lows so i think the near-term path forward for oil companies may be a, a little rough but i think this is probably a nice uh solid entry to get some exposure um and speaking to speaking to uh Exxon and Chevron uh, specifically, um, they're both investing in this market. It's been a lot of the the uh, um, less integrated players that have kind of pulled back on their investment. Um, and being integrated and in that they own the upstream market, so they're getting the oil out of the ground, they own the midstream, get the oil from where it's coming out of the ground to the refinery, and they also have distribution and chemicals businesses. They can kind of move the pieces around depending on yeah. what the market's giving them. Um, so we're talking about two stocks here that are yielding, you know, four and five percent. Um, dividends are well covered. The com- current environment is pretty tough, but there's some reasons to be sort of mid to long term bullish on getting into these stocks right now because if we get oil prices up, we get a, a more normal environment, then um, they're going to benefit. Not to mention, oil is priced in dollars. And we've seen a strong dollar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've seen a strong dollar for a handful of years now, but typically the dollar moves in cycles. So you're going to pick up some benefit if we do get a weak dollar. Not to mention, if you've got a diversified portfolio, we, e- even though we've seen how tough the energy market is, we think you always need exposure to energy because... Think about geopolitical risk. Yeah. Think about where most of the oil in the world is. 
there's some people that don't like each other very much. <laughs> in a small region. In a, yeah, in a small region that could make that could make oil prices rocket. And yeah. if you think about, okay, well, it, nearly everything that you do every day is in some way touched by oil. I mm-hmm. mean, how you're going to Walmart, how did the stuff on the shelf get there? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right. <laughs> you so, may not like to go shopping. Yeah. So Amazon delivers it. How does it get there? Yeah, exactly. how does it get there? So... Uh, something to think about. Um, so I guess to answer your question, yeah, yeah, they look like cheap stocks. Maybe not the most uh, um, tactically attractive area, you know, the next few months, but building a long-term investment. But long-term, I think that's key, yeah. right? Key. Love this, this is space. key. It's 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 a great space for long-term. I mean, there's mm-hmm. right. And and but let's let's pivot on that for a second, and this is probably going to carry us in to the next segment. Thinking long-term, though, well. I think about it, well, you know, next 10, 20 years, these oil stocks are going to do well. But when you're thinking about gifting to your grandchildren, not only is it not probably a sexy thing for uh, your grandchildren to receive as a stock gift, right. but green energy is going to come along eventually. Right. And that's yeah. that's probably an overhang, overhang for these stocks into 2040. But basically what we've told Tom so far is that investing in energy stocks, specifically Chevron and Exxon, Probably a pretty good proposition, pretty sure. solid investment. Yeah. Um, he's asking about potentially gifting these stocks to grandchildren. So let's talk about gifting to grandchildren. Um, DJ, you've had a number of clients that do this, especially yeah. around the holidays. This Absolutely. Is a nice yeah. time. And if you don't have any grandchildren, we, we'd we like to be adopted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think when you, when you look at gifting, you kind of throw a little bit more in, into the bucket. So there's gifting of cash, and if I want to buy you know a share of stock for my grandkid, that's one avenue, and we can explore that. The other is, all right, well, I've got maybe Exxon. I bought it when it was pretty cheap. Now it's gone up, and I want to gift that. Uh, that is another way we can go, and, and you can gift current shares held. Uh, the way we do that's just a little bit different. So we'll talk base, uh, touch base on that too. So first, let's talk about cash. So if you're if you're going to gift cash, obviously you can do that in check form, but there's uh, a, somewhat of a gifting if you go too high. If you spend more than or gift more than fifteen thousand dollars in each year, uh, you'd have to you know kind of. A look at the gift. Yeah, and be aware of the IRS, if you were audited for that particular situation, which I hate to say is probably fairly rare, but they include, if it, in that 15000 is all gifts for the year to one person. Okay. Okay, so if you're giving birthday gifts and anniversary gifts to your children. It can add up. It can it add all up. all Yeah. Okay. If you want to gift just, you're, you're thinking about buying them a share of stock, you know, there's some companies out there that can, that can kind of help with that. So uh, no longer can you request a stock certificate from a corporation they like to i think the when last time we kind of looked at this for a client it was like close to 500 dollars just to get the share yeah, so you spend a hundred dollars for the share of stock and they're going to charge you an additional 500 dollars to send you the paper statement the only paper makes, certificate only makes sense with the berkshire uh, yeah A-shares. makes no sense to do this so this is not where you want to go but if you go to say uh giveashare.com they they have this a uh, kind of a nice package that they send it may not be the certificate but it's a pretty they wrap it up make it look nice so if you've ever seen the disney 
stock. Mm-hmm. You know, their 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 actual certificate of of um, the share. It's it's a pretty. I mean, they they have some art on it. It's right. colorful. It's very nice. So I, I would go to say uh, giveashare.com and look at what they can provide for you. They'll wrap it up. They'll put it in a you know a, a obviously for a fee. They'll 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 wrap it up and and give you a, a nice frame and you can send that to the kids buy the one share and and send that off. I think if you're if you're looking at actual gifting, say obviously we we live in Atlanta, so Home Depot, you know Coca Cola, we see a lot of our clients right. that hold these values. Mm-hmm. Um, you're gonna have to open a custodial account um, with that, transfer those shares into that account, and then figure out a way to pretty that up for your for your grandkid if you do that obviously the share the value that which your your cost basis essentially transfers with that share of stock it goes into that account they are a custodian or you're the custodian for this child and then when they become the age of majority 21 years of age the shares are theirs so uh when you talk about if if it's a hundred dollar gift that sounds fine. It's going to take a few years. You're not too worried if you do a, a, a one, one share per year or a few. But if you're gifting $15,000 a year, you can quickly see that by the time they're 21 years of age, if they're young, you may have a tax situation here because it, at age 21, they can do whatever they want with those those uh, those shares of stock. And, and can... DJ, you hit on something because be, be aware that you're gifting the value of the shares. So it's what they are worth today, not what you paid for them. Yeah. Now what you paid for them becomes the cost basis for that child that you're gifting to. So if something's worth 15000 today, but you paid $2,000 20 years ago for it, I mean, that's their basis. They'll have, they'll be stuck with the capital gain, uh, tax on the capital gain. But it, but for tax purposes, it's worth fifteen thousand today. The value of the gift. The value of the gift. Yeah. So okay. at twenty-one years, if they don't understand money, mm-hmm. they don't understand maybe the difference between the two thousand dollar share purchase price. And the fifteen thousand dollar value, and whatever they, it is in twenty, yeah, at in age 20 years, it could be substantially higher. So you could immediately have a, a taxable problem. event. Also, you know, depending on the value of the stocks now, I mean, you could pop kids into the kitty tax, right? I mean, oh, if, absolutely. If, if we're yeah. a situation where you have dividend-producing stocks kicking off income mm-hmm. to a child that has no earned income, tech, you know, the, we may have a. a a uh, gift could be a potential tax burden for the family right. now, um, even though you're trying to do something nice. So I think we, we, we've covered quite a bit, but yeah. I think that the, the, the big thing is let's talk about, you know, if you have questions, you're specific, give us a call and we can kind of go through and filter through. But there's a couple options definitely that you can gift uh, some securities or even right. buy them and do it and make it a nice gift for the yeah. The intent of the child. Yeah, if you have questions, call us at 770-429-9166. I think, moral of the story, this time of year, get the kids started early. Get them invested. I get think it's something great. that's accessible, some sort of brand they like, a Nike, a Disney, something. Yeah. McDonald's, something to them. Hershey's, Hess, fun. Disney. There's so many out there. I think Exxon, though, it's great. You want to intrigue them. You want to you right. have great conversation with them. And if you're trying to teach them the value of money, Let's put something that they're interested in, right. not right. just because it's a, a right. Exxon Mobil. And, and yeah. I like all those stocks, too, out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we accept gifts as well. <laughs> not really, but. No. <laughs> okay. Um, we've got one more from Tom. He's He's got the tri- triple header here. So uh, 
He's asking about Amazon. We're holiday season. He asked about Amazon. He's asking, is Amazon going to hit 2,000 next year? Loaded question. He Ooh. says, it has been lagging Microsoft and the other tech company stocks this year, but I wonder if this is a good time to get in before the price moves higher. So our approach to investing is never going to be a next year price target, yeah. 2,000. I can give you sort of my perspective on Amazon, and let me start out with Love the company, love the product. I'm a prime user, um, but let me back off from that. And it Let's take be, our emotions yeah. <laughs> out of it. Back away yeah. the emotions. Yeah. <laughs> so Amazon, uh, what a lot of people don't, don't understand is the, the consumer business is so accessible and the, the prime video and all that. And yeah. Like, this is a great product. But most of their money comes from web services. So he mentioned Microsoft. Their two main competitors in web services is Microsoft and Google, and they've been gaining market share. So 60% of Amazon's earnings come from web services. So really what you're buying is a cloud company, right? And the, the multiple that you're paying right now is almost 80 times earnings. It's twice what you're paying for a Microsoft and mm. Google, who I wouldn't argue are necessarily cheap right now, but definitely more attractive investments. Um, a lot of what Amazon's doing right now, so they've basically gotten to a point where U.S. market is kind of saturated. A lot of their expansion plans are through either building upon the product, one-day shipping, which is going to have cost, or expanding international, which is going to have cost to build yeah. out the distribution network. So if you look at earnings growth, basically what we see is probably 20% earnings growth you know, over the next handful of years, and we're just not willing to pay 80 times earnings. For 20% growth. It takes a long time to get your money back if yeah. you're paying 80 times mm -hmm. anything. So I think that sort of the way we're approaching that right now is we love Amazon. We're watching it. We're waiting for the valuation to make sense because we think we have, we think they have a very strong competitive position. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but you can't, you can't let that cloud everything. There's a lot of businesses that I love the product. I love the business itself. I love, I love everything about it. But in, in investing, it's all about getting your money back, making money off of that, and not just hoping that the price goes higher because someone else is going to pay a higher price, speculate. Yeah, yeah, it's the stock picker, right? <laughs> if you're looking to just make that short term, I'm going to buy it now, sell it at 2000 Right. it's a tough way to start. You don't want to yeah. just look at two numbers. Right, and the danger, is, the danger is you do that a few times, you're like, it's working. I'm a genius. And then, <laughs> and then <laughs> the market yeah. turns. You yeah. have a 20% correction, yeah. and then what happens? You're, yeah. you're, you're yeah. quickly paranoid. Yeah. <laughs> then you're you're stepping back into fundamentals. <laughs> That's okay, right. Maybe, maybe I got to check on financial statements. What's going on here? All right, guys. Well, I think that wraps us up um, for the show today. Um, hit a lot of great topics. Um, you guys going to be buying stuff on Amazon? No, absolutely. absolutely. I say that. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Mark it up or down? It's go oh, it's up. Okay. Yeah. Gonna be up. We're going up. Okay. I'll go up. I'll go up. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only.
Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.